It's time for another edition of Singles Only Podcast. My name is Paul Farvar. I am your host. You know, I record these episodes in advance, including the intro, um, because I'm on the road and uh, I just want to make sure everything is released on time with production, everything like that. While we are weeks removed from what happened, um, Bob Saget passed away this week when I'm recording this right now, and I I wrote um, a piece about it on my social media. As some of you know, I've talked about it in interviews before, but he's the reason I started comedy. Um, it's my origin story and how I left my law firm. It's a true story. I talk about it a lot. It's on my stuff. If you want to see it on my Instagram, uh, Paul Farvar. If you don't follow me already, please do. Um, it's also on my Facebook and Twitter. I also wrote a piece for CNN uh, about my origin story and about Bob Saget. So check it out on their page, um, CNN. Um, if you Google Bob Saget, and uh, it, it's one of the first things that pops up, which is kind of cool that, you know, 4.7 million people now have, have read the article that I wrote. I wish it was under better circumstances. But what I, I want to say about that is that, uh, I, and I still hold it to this day, what, what Bob Saget taught me was you know the importance of laughter and uh, kind words to people, things that you say, words matter, and uh, it it's changed the projection of my life for better or for worse, um, <clears throat> as I said in the article. But check it out. Uh, be nice to each other. I'm grateful that I have this opportunity to have a weekly podcast. Um, so thank you for listening. Uh, this is a fun episode. I have a comedian Mo Good. She is hilarious. It's a fun, revealing episode. You'll love it. Subscribe, review, tell your friends. Go to my website, Paul F. Comedy. See my upcoming dates. Um, first week of February, I will be in Port Charlotte at um, Vasani's with my friend Brett Ernst that weekend. I'm headlining the Wednesday night. Then I will be at um, Spitfire in St. Petersburg, headlining February 13th, then opening for my friend April Macy on Valentine's Day. In between that, I will be back in Chicago at the Comedy Vault in Batavia, uh, February 10th through 12th. I've got dates uh, every day of the week. It looks like things are back to normal. Uh, PaulFComedy.com for my upcoming dates. And to get my shirt, Better Call Paul. Uh, Half the proceeds go to charity. Um, And check out our sponsors. And thank you for listening. Uh, And thank you for being awesome. You guys are all awesome. And I, and thank you for emailing me. I really like all the emails. I, I try to respond to everything. So pfarvargmail.com. Listen up. Okay. I know it's all fun and games. My Better Call Paul spiels on stage or my shirts that say Better Call Paul. Uh, donating a lot of the money for charity, by the way. Uh, paulfcomedy.com. You can get your shirt as always. But here's the thing. If you actually need a lawyer, you have to get professional help. So if you're injured on the job, you don't know what kind of compensation you're entitled to, or you're injured in a car accident. Don't handle something on your own, and don't call some random person that you see in commercials on daytime TV. Call someone that really knows what they're doing, someone that's helped workers who were injured for over 20 years in Chicago and beyond. My good friend, attorney Scott Shapiro. He is your man. Give him a call. Here's the thing. He also handles entertainment law, whether you're a comedian, a musician, a podcaster, a wrestler, an actor, 
anything. He's handled all these things for 20 years here in Chicago. He is your guy. Give him a call, 312-627-1650, or email him at scott at scottshapirolegal.com. All consultations initially free of charge. Your first consultation is free. You have nothing to lose. Don't take any chances. Call my friend Scott Shapiro, 312-627-1650, scott at scottshapirolegal.com. Tell him I sent you. You're welcome. It's time for the Singles Only Podcast. My name is Paul Farber. I'm your host. We have uh, no voice of reason on this episode. It's just me and a hilarious comedian. I want to tell a story about this comedian because we were at a show together. I don't know if you remember this. We didn't know each other yet. Uh, I'd I'd heard about you. You were hosting a couple shows. Uh, We did shows during the pandemic and the crowd sucked. So I really didn't get an idea of how good you were. And then we did a show together at the world-famous Laugh Factory in Chicago. And three, four comics go up. Everyone's eating it because the crowd sucks. You go up murdered right before me. And uh, I have it on tape, part of your set, because uh, I recorded my set. And then I was like, and then I called back to your shit. It, it, It made the night. And then after that, there was like another comic after me. It was an awesome show. You turn the room because that's how good you are. Mo good. Oh, thank you. Thank how are you? I'm good. Do you thanks remember the show I'm talking about? Um, I remember you cussed me out. <laughs> I did not tell you don't. I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't know. I remember I, I took you so aside. That was so funny to me. <laughs> I remember I took you aside. I was like, holy shit, that was awesome. It was like one of those nights where everything went perfect for you. Um, the crowd was like, they were, I, I forgot who went on before. It was a good comic, but they just, but they it didn't. it was just rough. It was a rough yeah, night. It, it might have been like a Sunday it was a, I was going to say, it was an odd day. People yeah. were feeling weird. They come out to just stare at you. Yeah. Strange. Yeah. They give away a lot of free tickets sometimes, and that's the crowd you get. But yeah, we definitely did have a good night that night after, like really. Man, your set was fire too. So it was really, it was yeah. really good. I remember that, and then and I've seen you since then, and now it's like exciting to watch you and your new stuff you're putting out there. It's so cool. Thank you. Uh, and then I follow you on on social media, and then I saw that you were talking about dating, and I was like, oh fuck yeah, I got to <laughs> get her on the podcast because <laughs> I just I didn't know that you were single. I don't, I don't know your story, your personal story. Taking cause... boyfriend applications right yeah. now. Yeah, how how come you're single? What what's going on? Um, you know what? I think it's personal choice right now. Um, most of my adult life, I've been in serious relationships since I was 18. Okay. Um, with my son's father, I was in a relationship for like 10 years collectively. And once I came out of it, really was like maybe three years ago and I'm 33. So like he stole my youth. So uh, (laughs) you're making (laughs) up for lost time, right? That's why you're doing comedy. It's harder to date as an entertainer. I I realize that we talk about every week. People don't understand. uh, Like I'm out five, six nights a week. I'm around predominantly men, and in a man's mind, they like, oh, she clapping cheeks somewhere. Like what's going? (laughs) Like they think instantly, like somebody is clapping your cheeks to smithereens, and you like. I was just in an open mic. We were talking at the bar. They don't know that's right. like that's our day at the office. That's yeah. our networking. You know, I got booked for more shows just standing in a room than than going right. on stage, and it's it's harder. And then I have kids. I have small. Well, my son will be thirteen, and my youngest son will be six. So okay. I'm very selective in who I choose to be around them right. in general. Like myself, I choose to not be around them in general. But um, 
<laughs> well, that was cool dudes. <laughs> you had a the guy who took your youth. You guys have a good relationship now. Oh, that yeah, it's over? we're okay. friends. Like, okay, we're, we're good. You know, that's good. Take good care of the kids. Like we're we're good. We're co-parents. We're definitely good. And I think that's also good for you in terms of future relationships because women who want to have children, I always say. Uh, you know, you've already you've already done that, and now hopefully, if if the dad's you know uh, helping out with the kids as well, you can you have like your single life every once in a while, and then mm-hmm. you have your 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 motherhood, and you and you don't have to worry about a biological clock of having kids because now you can just find someone that you want to hang out with, and boom, yeah, turn my clock off. That- <laughs> Damn that clock! I was like, no, thank Clock's you. Clock's over. Yeah, clock is done. I like I like dating. I talk about I like dating women who have kids because then I don't have to worry about like the conversation. Well, you're wasting my time because I want to I want to have kids, and I'm like, well, you already had kids, so it's all worked out. See, see, I, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of guys like that and too. There's so. a lot. I yeah. thought, first, I thought they were weird. I'm like, you like my kids or something? Because I don't. No, because they now it's like <laughs> but they're like it's less pressure. Right. Yeah. The pr- there's less pressure on the relationship. There's no time limit where it's like, okay, well. She has so until, you know, until she's 40, whatever, to have kids. Now mm-hmm. you don't have to worry about that. In addition to that, you appreciate your free time more, too. And then they're like, you know, you get right to business. You get fun. You have fun, whatever. So, yes. But you know what I've been noticing a lot? At first, I was getting a lot of dudes who wanted to have more kids. Mm-hmm. Strangest thing. And I was like, uh, red flag, red flag. I'm like, oh, you want more kids? I'm like. You should go have them because I'm, I'm You done. don't want to have more kids. I am done. Okay. Oh, those pregnancies were rough. Okay. I'm done. No, I'm good. <laughs> did you did you uh did you close it up down there so it won't happen? No. You're just careful. I just don't believe in going on the knife unnecessarily. So nah. Fair enough. Um, uh, we're just gonna pray. Cause it looks like I get pregnant every seven years. <laughs> and my son is six. So I've been doing good this year. So this year. year you gotta watch out. This year started good. I'm like, okay, cool. Whew. Well, how are you meeting guys? Because you, you know, like you said, you're working every night. Uh, you're doing shows most of the nights, and then you got a day job too. So, how are you meeting guys right now? You know what? I get a lot of, uh, I get a lot of DMs. A lot of, I actually got on Tinder and it scared me. So, my profile's just sitting there. I never respond. I'm weird. I'm like, yeah. I'm too scared to delete it, but I'm also like. Too scared to engage. It's a good ego are, boost too. Every once in a while, yeah, you see it really t- is. You're like, oh, you got 98 likes. I'm like, do I now? <laughs> Five miles away. Now yeah. wait. Now I'm scared. You know what I'm right. saying? Um, but I really, I meet people when I'm out. Okay. Cause you know I work overnights anyway, and then like, um, so that's work. I don't do anything. I never talk to anybody at my job, like ever, never. Right. I don't. Well, I'm also good. you don't want to hang out you don't want to date someone you work with that's almost like dating yeah. another comedian so. yeah that's weird yeah oh i'll try that that's that doesn't no work. that's the first fucking rule oh. of comedy don't fuck where you work it wasn't that is like really really cool dude not gonna name names really cool no, dude we it. um we were kicking it for a while and then like he <laughs> if i say this is probably oh fuck it don't say okay. his name i'm not gonna say his All name right, fair enough so we were dating, we were hanging out for like almost a year. Wow. And then during the pandemic, like the shutdown, excuse me, quarantine. Right. He popped up with a newborn baby. What? Yeah. So I was like, oh, I, oh, okay. Oh, no. Okay. That was, that was a That's lot. Weird. I was yeah. like, so you. It, How did he keep busy during the pandemic? Like, that's like uh, irresponsible. I was like. I don't know. Well, yeah, the baby got a big head, so I don't feel bad about it. So, 
you you <laughs> avoided a big head that's kid. The, yeah, that's the bullet. That's right. Oh my goodness, or a cannon. Sure, big. Um, <laughs> the head is big. But I was like, oh, okay, that's weird. So then it was like, uh, no. But I do get a lot of you know the male comics, even some of the women comics have hit on me, and I'm like. Mm-hmm. It's not really my thing, but have fun, ma'am. Yeah, it's <laughs> but, too early. Uh, Maybe you'll change when you get older. I don't think so. I think <laughs> I'm stuck in my ways on that. Like, no, nah, I just don't. Okay. <laughs> but um, a lot of them hit on me, try to talk to me, whatever. And I think it's just um, it's the allure of Mo Good. They don't even really know me. They just mm-hmm. know I'm funny. They like my hats. Yeah. I'm always talking crazy. You know, you like great hats. Thank you, thank you. You know, hatless hoes can never. But uh, you know, it's always something. And I'm like, you know, I just. I can't do that. So, like, when I'm out, I'll be at bars or I'll be, you know, at a club or something. And, and usually, like, a fan will come up to me and talk mm-hmm. to me. And, you know, I've went on a couple of dates with them. Like, they, I've met some really nice people, but nothing really sticks. I, I, with your I'm fans? So yeah. You can't do that. They are so nice. Like, they are, hey, I want to take you out. And, right. and I'm like, okay, cool. And I'm thinking at first, like, that's weird. It took me a long time to finally take one up on the offer. Like, he was at, like, every show for, like, six months. Yeah. And I was like, you probably going to kill me, but let's see, you know? Right. But, but you can't he, you can't date your fans. I learned that too. Right. How come you didn't have this rule book laid out for I, me, Paul? That this podcast has been around for 5 Jeez. years. You got to listen to this shit. I give people advice on what definitely don't fuck other comedians unless no, it's like someone huge that's going to get you. If Kevin Hart wants to fuck you, you got to do it. I don't know. I'll try. <laughs> but everyone else, best. yeah, you can't do it. It's just a bad situation. Mm-hmm. And dating your fans, that's a bad idea. It's just not going to go well. Yeah, it didn't go bad, but it's okay. just, I kind of tapered off. It's just me. But we're in, you're, you're, it's hard dating entertainers, and you can't date other comedians. You can date other people that are like in other entertainment, actors, musicians, shit like that, because they get the hustle. Yeah, but they're strange. Yeah. Well, we're fucking strange. Oh, we're insane. We're they're strange. We're, <laughs> I think we're worse than musicians. As a former musician, yes. we are, you, it's just, we have, we have immediate responses to how good we're doing. Nobody has, no, no one's judged every 20 seconds no in one. their job. Cause I also, um, I also play the violin. So, um, yeah. I understand that, you know, you get a chance, <laughs> do your stuff. How you saw people come Oh, you know, but with comedy, it is immediately you you know right away yeah (laughs) there's no like yeah some people have jobs you you get like a review every six months or three months of your job if you're lucky we get reviewed every 20 seconds second you step on stage we're getting reviewed right yeah you're right the first 20 seconds check you out they see what do you got yeah what you got what about after shows do you have guys coming up to you after the shows have you other than your fan have you gotten other people that got numbers or given out numbers after you did a show yeah i definitely have and how does that um, work out I never follow through. Yeah. I, like, I'm Why aren't you following that through? Because I end up really busy. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's really hard to be a single mom, work a sometimes full-time job overnight, then do comedy. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, try to find time for yourself. And then my mother, I take care of her. Like, she's 66, so she does well for herself. But her vision is not as yeah. great, so I do a lot of stuff with her. So I think my time... I haven't allowed myself the time to really respond to really engage. And I said this year, I said, I'm going to do it. Well, what are your, what are your goals? Like, do you want to, uh, do you want to have like a steady partner for the rest of your life? Or you just kind of like want to see what happens? Both. If that makes sense. Like okay. I want to see what happens, <laughs> but I, I would like a steady partner, someone to build with someone who like really 
understand that we can create just something really great together. Yeah. Um, that's what I'm really looking for because I've, as far as marriage, it's like if it happens, hey, okay, cool. But if not, I'm good because like I was telling you, I am a habitual engager. What does that mean? I have been engaged. What? <laughs> engaged? <laughs> yes. Six times. Yeah. Six How times. is this happening? You're, 30, you're in your 30s. You've mm-hmm. been engaged five times? Yep. Six times? Six. Okay. Let's, how long are you dating these guys before they... they well, I told you I was in a relationship... The first relationship was five years. Second relationship was six. So it was 11 years collectively, okay. right? So I was engaged to both of them twice in two separate occasions, okay. right? Um, just didn't... God is good. Come on. <laughs> you know, you don't... You. It's like... It seems like the right time to do it and the right thing to do, but it just doesn't feel sure. right. It just didn't feel right to me, so I okay. didn't. I didn't want to. You walked do away that. from it. Yeah, okay. I had to. You know, I really had to. It was rough. It was rough seas at first, but now we good. And then, um, then I was dating this guy <laughs> straight out of high school. It was like dated nineteen to thirty. I was dating him eleven years. I was dating a guy um, in high school, and he proposed to me. When we were in our junior year. Okay. And I thought he was insane. Yeah. Because we were 17 and it was popular. Like, I understood early. Like, I ain't about to know you next year. I was going to college. Like, I'm like, I right. ain't even about to know you next year. But right. I accepted the ring because I didn't want him to feel bad. You know, I <laughs> he proposed in front of his friends and, you know, some of my friends. Well, how long were you dating him before this? Um, Since I was 15. Okay. For like two years, maybe. Was that who you lost your virginity to? No, okay. oddly enough. Well, you probably took his virginity. No, okay. I lost my virginity when I was eighteen. Okay. So it was after it was. It so you him. got he. Hold on a second. Time out. You dated him from fifteen to seventeen. Mm-hmm. He proposed to you. You guys hadn't had sex yet. No, oh. I'm just amazing. Can't you see? No, this but what was he doing it to try to get laid? You think or I, no? I don't know, but I just. I- immediately my antenna I'm like oh my goodness yeah. red flag dark red bloody red flag <laughs> oh my god oh open wound something is wrong with him and then okay. he his parents but I think it was his parents had been married his whole life you okay. know my dad died when I was 10 so it was just me and my mom okay. and because I think of his upbringing and what he saw he figured oh that's just the next step and I'm like we are 17 right you were an only child then mm-hmm. okay god is good come on <laughs> the best Christmases ever. Birthdays, okay. So you have only child syndrome too, where you have like. Well, uh, what do you mean? I, I listen. I I get it. Here's the thing. You uh, but then you have a dynamic where you, as an only child, you 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 seek attention. You need you need a certain amount of attention. You are you are on a pedestal. But then you also have two kids now. And a mom you're taking care of, so that fucks everything up. Because now right. you're not getting the attention, which is why you do comedy. Boom! I'm a psychiatrist now. Okay, cool. But I now did. with the dudes, I never thought about it like that. Yeah. Well, I don't. I'm not. That's I mean, I, have, I don't have a degree. I took psychology class once, but that's it. Yeah, everybody <laughs> did. But what about this dude? So the guy, so 17, you accept the engagement. That was just to make him feel better. Yeah, because I don't want to so be that's an five. asshole. Five engagements we covered so far. Yeah. I think. What was the last? What was the last? I tried one? to think. Well, then maybe it was five. Okay. That's five still six. That's still four too. I think I got asked three times in the first in the second relationship, mm. and I, I declined when I couldn't. Okay. And then the one I did say yes to, he had the wrong ring size, so I had to put on my <laughs> pinky, 
<laughs> oh, I was so young. I was dumb. Dang. Your brain doesn't for until we're twenty five. Our brains aren't fully formed. You look at the shit that you did when I you were was, under twenty five, especially in relationships. Yes. You don't know what the fuck your brain. Yes. You don't know what you're gonna end up doing. And I was a little crazy back then. So I mean, what were? You, how are you crazy? I'm just you know my eye would twitch. I'm like that kind of evil. Crazy. I'm not even evil. You got to push me, but okay. like. All it takes is a featherweight to push. And, oh, is that a push? Oh, let's go. Like, I was nuts back then. In but, high um, school, were you, so it seems like you had a steady boyfriend for most of high school or two years of high school, that guy yes. at least? Okay. So you were, it wasn't hard for you to get dates and stuff because you already had a guy. Yeah, but I went to a different high school than him for oh. the first two years. Okay. Well, for yeah, until, actually after we broke up. I ended up going to the same high school as him. <laughs> okay. So uh, <laughs> that was weird. Did but you I start care. dating other people there after that? In yeah, high you school? know, other guys were, you know, talking to me. Um, I had a couple guys ask me prom, but I decided to go by myself because I'm, I think I was a real jerk back then. I just did not, I'm going to be honest, I was like, I don't care because boys are just falling at your feet. You're like, eh, whatever, dude. You just don't, you don't care. I think I've always been like that, a little careless, like with, with certain things because. I've never had a problem with a man approaching me or, or trying to date me or want my number. I've always gotten male attention. Yeah, you have an and, energy. Yeah, and but that's exhausting. Because <laughs> some days I just, if you, you know what I think about being on the child, you want your space. You need your alone sure. time. You need your, And I'm an Aries. I require a little. I need that time, that me okay. time. I require, Even if I go in my room and close my door for 10 minutes on my kids, like I need a minute. so To reset. Yeah, so... The hovering, like I go in a room and I try to be incognito, right? I go sit in the corner, I go kind of chill out to the side, and then everybody surrounds me. It is an aura, but it's 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 heavy. It's hard. Yeah. Cause some days I just want to be like, hey, could y'all just shut the fuck up right quick? Cause I just really I don't feel like talking. Sure. And that's well, anywhere. Well, maybe you find a guy that helps you, that understands that you need your independence. That also can be there, like to to give you uh, relief or or like some sort of uh, emotional support, yes. so you don't have that. Yes, and I um, was recently kind of kicking it with this guy, mm-hmm. and uh, you know my kids were gone. He spent the night. We were chilling. We didn't even do anything. We were just watching movies. I ended up falling asleep. I was tired. I never sleep at night. I was dead tired. And so the next day, you know, I got up and I was moving around and cleaning up and doing things. And he stayed till like three p.m. And I was like. Get the fuck out. Like, yeah, like, go. <laughs> like, you're cool, but, like, go. That's the worst. That's so much. Like, yeah. I'm like, how do you get them to leave? You just say, you're still here? Or you yeah. say, oh, I got a meeting at one. I don't I'm know. Like, I'm not about to fake leaving my house just to, but I'll, I'll be do your, it. I'll be your fake call. You could be like, oh, shit, I forgot I got to do a podcast. Just call me and say, Paul, what time is the podcast? I'll play along. I know Oh, I now. love you. Yeah. How do you get them out, Paul? <laughs> I don't. I usually just, I drive, I drive, I go, hey, do you want an Uber? I can get you an Uber or something like, I usually, I sleep really late, so Mm -hmm. they get bored and they should leave by the time I wake up. But you've woken up and there's been somebody, yeah, little doe-eyed. I mean, I I usually do away games, so I'm not, they don't stay over. I go and stay at their place so I can leave. That's what I did wrong. You got to do the away games. Yeah, I just didn't feel like driving. I was tired. (laughs) I was already tired to begin with. Okay. I got to stop being lazy like that because that. Let's, let's, I'm uncomfortable at other people's houses. And then, like, some you're not? Keep, I'm uncomfortable at other people's houses. Yeah. Like, 
my domain. I like where I'm at. It's you home know, base, so. yeah. Yeah. Home field advantage. But the the advantage of a away game is you can you can, you go can back home. You control the narrative. You can leave when you want. You you know whatever. It's it's easier than getting someone out of your house. Yeah. Without feeling weird. Yeah. I just like for them to do the walk of shame. Even if we didn't do anything, I like yeah. for them to have the walk of shame Hell and yeah. not me. Well, what 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 about this Tinder thing? You said you you why don't you give it a chance? Are you do you talk to people on there? Or are you just like swipe and shit? Man, at first I was swiping. This okay, so I was talking to a guy on there, and we decided to exchange numbers. And I was like, I'm scared, but I gave him. Why are you scared? Because people are crazy. Yeah, but you can just block their fucking numbers. Uh, that's true. So I I gave him a number to my other because I do have another cell phone. I gave him that Your number. Your Tiger Woods phone, yeah. Yeah, yeah. This is Tiger. Um, <laughs> so um, we were talking. We had a few conversations, and then I realized like. He's a belligerent drunk. Okay, no, next, you know, so I yeah. had to delete, block him, whatever. I was like, uh, you got weird real fast. Sure. Um, and I'm noticing a lot of men in their 30s, they kind of got some mommy issues, mm-hmm. baby. And there's, I mean, everybody comes with their own baggage. It's just like, do I want to put that on my plane? Right. You know what I mean? Do, yeah. Can this heavy luggage? Well, Tinder's more of a hookup app than the others. I, I don't, I don't know. Uh, you should try Bumble or Hinge because they on Hinge you could put all your information on there, and then you you can see all their information. So mm-hmm. the red flags will pop up. You can create your own backstory when they're like, "This is where I'm from. This is my political views. This is my views on God. This is how often I drink. How often I do drugs." Like I mean, there's literally oh every fucking question answered. And then, you know, if they don't answer certain questions and it's left blank, you're like, "Well." process of elimination they're hiding something mm-hmm. so that's why i like that and then you can talk to them when you want you can be like all right the only time i use the apps are honestly right before i'm going on stage mm-hmm. i just sit on the side you see me on the side it's just yeah. like my only time to to like get out of my head before i go on stage or in the bathroom and then if people get freaked out because like i didn't hear from you for three weeks like well shit this would never work because they right. don't understand your they schedule. They don't understand. It. Yeah. That's why those apps are great. You control the narrative. Yeah. You can decide when you want to hang out. Be like, hey, I can only eat dinner at ten thirty because that's when I get off my show. Yeah, but I'm old school. I like to meet people like regular. That's probably my problem. Like, but the but it's a different it's dynamic a different now. World now. Oh, yeah. My goodness. We had a pandemic. We have a second one now. I mean, and then also guys that you're meeting at bars and shit. You know, and granted, every girl I ever dated up until last five years. I met at a bar. Every girlfriend I had, I met at bars after 2 a.m. How weird, weird oh, it didn't work out. Like, oh. Exactly. But <laughs> that's the thing. Unless you're going to like a museum or like a fucking fundraiser. And that's what I was thinking. Maybe you're not going to meet a guy that, I mean, you might, but there's going to be a, you know, you said you met a belligerent drunk, you know, that's, that's where yeah, you're going to see like, him at a bar. Oh. And he was on Tinder. Like, oh, yeah, Jesus. right. I've met I mean, you'll some see really that on nice everything. people in bars. They were just there having a drink, going out with friends. You know, it's hit or miss. You never know. You know what I mean? Well, what are, what, what are the things that you look for? And, dude, if we put all the guys that you uh, ever dated, do they all look the same? Do they have a certain thing that ties them all together? Do They, they do you have all a, look different. Okay. So there's not a physical but trait. Physi- I've, I've realized I have a type of no type. Okay. <laughs> I have a type of no type. Let's I like I like who likes me usually. Okay. Um, I can get with it, but if I'm not attracted to you, I'm not gonna lead you. I'm who, just gonna you know. Who's your celebrity crush? I'm gonna tell you. I gotta tell anybody. 
<laughs> um, I don't care if I'm married. I don't care if I'm dating. I don't care if I have a boyfriend. I don't care if it's our wedding day. If I meet Drake, I am cheating. <laughs> Drake is the only, I'm telling you, okay. oh, it's the only light-skinned man I've only I've ever loved. I love Drake because I used to watch Degrassi, right? <laughs> yeah. And he had an awkward quirky kind of teenage stage with his face mm-hmm. but then like once i heard him rapping i'm like oh this song pretty dope you know then i saw it on mtv i was like that's jimmy from degrassi and i went crazy <laughs> like i love him you said light skin so typically you date dark skin guys you know yeah you know what i really i okay. noticed i really do date a lot of dark skin guys have um, you dated anyone that's white or anything I've never dated outside of my race. I okay. dated a guy who's mixed, so I mean half, but I mean, uh, <laughs> okay. His black side was more dominant. I'm gonna tell you that he was getting. He was oh darker. My okay. Yeah. Uh, no, he was light. He was very light. You know, he was probably like your complexion. I'm okay. telling you, he was the red bone. But um, <laughs> he was ghetto. I was like, <laughs> okay. Oh, he was so ghetto. I was like, oh, I can't do this. Why have you are you attracted to dudes who aren't uh well you said you got lights in Drake. What about other ethnicities? Like Middle Eastern dudes are halfway there sometimes or Indians. Um I'm gonna say it on this podcast. I'm in love with Vic. Vic? Yeah. Which one? Vic Pandya. Pandya? <laughs> okay. Yes. I love his face. <laughs> I just love him. He's he so just gorgeous. did the podcast. Yeah. I love his face. Um He's but I've seen dude. a lot of like you're very nice looking. There's so many nice looking. I have better hair men. than him. Yeah, I, okay, look, y'all gonna Listen, have a, a beaver battle? Like, what's going on? <laughs> you got good hats. I got good hair. I've okay, got probably the best hair right. in the game. I ain't gonna lie. You you really do. It's healthy. Yeah. It's thick. Healthy. You know, thick. I'm not worried about you going Hell bald yeah. in two years. Like you're right. Well, I take a lot of shit to keep it going. I well, tell then I got, you smart. Yeah, prevent it. Proactive. Pro- yeah, you're proactive, not reactive. Without my hair, I'm nothing. That's why when you said Vic. <laughs> There's a comedian, uh, Vic Balaji. He's another. When you say Vic, Vic Balaji's bald as fuck. Vikram. Vikram, yeah, Vikram Balaji. Yeah, no. Okay. I was telling that. Fuck that guy. No, he's my he's friend. Really they're both cool. my friends. He's yeah. funny, man. Of course, they're both funny. Oh, he's funny. As some of you know, I am a germaphobe. I never leave my home without my sanitizer, and I'm also admitted hand sanitizer snob. I need the good smelling stuff. Period. During the pandemic, I, like all of you, suffered through countless hand sanitizers, which smelled like tequila and diaper rash. Not to mention the sticky feeling some left while others would just stay slippery on your hands, no matter how little you used. Everyone hoarded the good stuff. Well, I finally discovered my match. And it's not just the good stuff. It's the best stuff. Emu hand sanitizer. The only hand sanitizer that feels good, smells good, and does good. With various smell flavors to choose from, lemongrass, mint, ocean air, orange blossom, and my favorite, watermelon. Emu ends the days of horrible sanitizers with sticky or slippery residue. It actually smells amazing. I am not kidding you. I actually look forward to using it after shaking hands with people after shows or touching microphones from all these dirty comedians. Best of all, the bottles are TSA approved, so... I can travel with them, and Emo gives back with every bottle. They give a percentage of their net profits to COVID research. So Emu is the way to go. Check it out today, sprayemu.com, or go to their Instagram at sprayemu. Use singles only promo code for your discount today. Emu 
sanitizer. You will love it. So you got, okay, so maybe you need to step out your race and, 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 uh, and you can, you can listen, you can gradually go into it. Like the color wise, you can, it'll be like a, like a rainbow, you know, you don't want to go all the way to, to like super light, but like a, an Indian guy or something. I'm it's like, not a colorist. I don't care what, <laughs> you know, let me put this narrative out there. They like, she only like the darkest of dark black nights. No, look, I'm not a colorist. This is my thing. Like if colorist. I bring the, yeah, you know, yeah. With skin tone, you know, okay. yeah. A colorist, you know. This is my thing. Like, say I date. I'm telling. Say I date a white guy. The whitest of white guys. Okay. He's gorgeous. I, you know, I was in love with sink my whole life. I was on the okay. girl in the ghetto. Which in sync guy? Boys. Which one's your in sync guy? JC. JC. JC okay. was so gorgeous to me. Which one's he? The the, the bearded dude. One. He's no. got a goatee. No, that's that is. Oh, that's uh, Joey. Joe. No, not Joey for Chris. Okay, I get them all mixed up. In sync is Chris the one. Are the short. Okay. You know, little scrappy looking. JC. JC, dark haired. He's the the second lead. He's not the silent Lance. You know, I used to love Lance because he has the most beautiful eyes, and then I found out he's not on my team. <laughs> oh, Lance Bass with the other team. Yeah. <laughs> was, oh yeah, JC Chaz's. Yeah, so Chavez. Chavez. Okay, so he's he, a good looking dude. He so gorgeous to me. Okay. Now, I meet him. Yeah, him too. That's have you it. ever have you ever even hooked up with a white dude? No. no so you don't even know what, I don't if even there's know. chemistry. I don't even know. I just know. Only black dudes. Only black dudes. One, one uh, mixed. mixed. Okay. And I'm not even going to say one ghetto. Okay. That's his race. Ghetto. Okay. <laughs> I haven't, but I haven't, um, yeah, I haven't dated outside of my race. And it's nothing personal. It's just really that's. I feel like black men are more comfortable approaching me because I'm, you know, I'm a happy hitter. You're like, intimidating. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I could see, see that. Like, I'll be like, they be like, what's up? I'm like, what the fuck is that? They're like, oh, okay, ma'am. What are the what are your deal breakers for dudes? Like, if you're like, all right, well, that's not going to work. Is there stuff that, whether it's physical or uh, or uh, something they say or do or what their opinions are on shit? Like, Physically, like, none of our bodies are perfect. No. I don't care about any of that. You can't. What if muscular. they're shorter than you? You don't give a fuck? Oh um, no, I don't really care. Okay. About height. I, I honestly um, missing an eye. You're I've, okay with that? No. What if they have an eye patch? Okay. Um, <laughs> we're gonna do a rap video together. Clearly. Slick <laughs> uh, <laughs> Rick, where I you know at? You're oh my goodness. I know what you're saying. <laughs> okay, so physically, I don't, <laughs> I don't really, I don't care about stuff. Okay, like that. it could be like, Drake with an eye patch. You're in. He looks like Drake with an eye patch. He got an eye patch. He look like Drake. That's good. I'm going to give him my other All eye. Right. Or I'm going to just wear a patch on mine and make him feel comfortable. <laughs> you guys will go through the world with, with just, two eyes. Okay. One each. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good pair between us. All so, right. So what's what about uh, attitude or opinions? Any music shit? Anything? Uh outgoing person for me okay. because I'm very spontaneous. Yeah. But if they're also outgoing, you guys are going to be competing for the energy. Don't you need? I feel like you need a guy who's a little more reserved but he has a drink in him then he's a fucking partier because that's you're what the, i mean okay like the lax but yeah. can i know you turn up, i know you, you know, know. you know me check you out how do you know these things i'm fucking you're my smart. life coach and I didn't i'll even be know your that. life coach fuck yeah i'll I give me that. your we'll set up your hinge app your uh your profile oh God, I'm so scared. don't be what are you scared of because i'm really like, you yeah, control the girl, narrative I'm scared of everything i was like oh they're gonna kill me oh no worst case me. they're not gonna kill you you're on stage every day people can google your shit if you yeah, google me worst case <laughs> scenario 
you got people that match with you or see you on there and then you got fans that they'll they'll go to your instagram you got more followers and boom now you got you know five more people coming to your shows i was sharing my flyers on tinder fuck yeah Oh, you got it busted. was really good. Yeah, it helps you. Win-win. It went really well. Shit, yeah. That's the only part. I'm like, this is good for advertising. Like, okay. My hinge says you either you like me or you like my podcast. And I've gotten so many people that listen to the podcast through my, through the dating app. So, okay. So it's a win-win. So we're yes. gonna set that up. But let's get through these. Uh, let's get through the ones the uh, the 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 deal breakers. So they have to be outgoing, but. Yeah, I want you. They're to not going to take your I don't energy. Need you to, yeah, I don't need you to try to outdo me because I'm yeah. big energy. I just am how I am. Okay. Um, I want you to just coexist with me. I don't need you to take over because I'm going to do the same with you. Okay. In in any aspect, and I'm a really laid back person. Like, I'm not easily bothered by things. I'm just what if, go with the flow. Okay. I can't have one of those antsy freaking out like that anxiety. Chill. Yeah. Come on, and they gotta be smoking a lot of grass. They gotta be, yeah. And then you know what? You gotta do the same drugs. I prefer no. I prefer to do opposite because I'm not a smoker. I'm a drinker. I never ask. Then you gotta have a drinker. Weed. Yeah. And he can never ask me for my drink, and we be chill. Now you guys, I I don't know if that ever works. I dated a girl that I'm a drinker too. I just think I think like Chance says, you gotta you got you gotta do the same drugs. But I always get the guys who smoke, but they'll they'll sip they're chill. They'll drink, well, you know. Maybe. Okay. But, oh yeah, um, then that's fine. Yeah, but just a straight up just wake and baker. Just, yeah. I'm like, that's not you got nothing else to do today. Like I I don't just wake energy. up and just drink Ciroc. I'm sorry, I got something to do. Right. For now, I wait till the afternoon. But you know, work hard then play hard later. Yeah. yeah. I got you. Okay, so, so we got that down. What about uh, what about music type? What if they fucking hate Drake? Is that a deal breaker? Or like I can't stand Drake. They ain't got a fuck Drake. Okay. I do. So I don't. That's really fine. So they can look uh, like Drake. If they hate Drake with an eye patch, they're gonna be so upset when I cheat on them with Drake. <laughs> well, what if they already look like Drake with the eye patch? You said you're done with that. And okay. They, just, they if don't they like Drake. They already look like Drake, that's and they win. have an eye patch. That's great. But when I meet the patchless Drake, the man that I love, you're gonna straight I'm up. still gonna cheat. Okay. What about uh, age demo? Do you got any? You date younger dudes, older dudes? I like older men. What's older? I'm 33. I've dated dudes that are like in their 50s. Really? Yes. Okay. They already like. Yeah, they kind of set in their ways sometimes. And I, I date the old men with the young soul. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, he'll be older, but he's into like younger things. He dresses younger. You know, not. He won't I accept like saying it like 50. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like because I'm older too. I'm not that old, but I like. I say, <laughs> people say it's called Peter Pan syndrome, but I like saying I have a young soul. I'm gonna yes, start saying that you got when a people young are like, soul, baby. "Grow up, Paul." I'm like, "No, man, I'm a young I'm soul." Young soul, relax. Who cares? I'm wearing and clothes. And it's because I'm an old soul. I'm an old lady. I'm okay. telling you now. I'm old fashioned. I'm an old lady, in a lot of ways. People are like, "Oh my God, you're so old." But like, girl, go ahead on, child. <laughs> I, re- I even talk old child, please. I was like, oh, God is good. That's God that's old good. school. That's old yes. school term. Won't he do it? I always say, <laughs> like, what's wrong with you? I so love the 50s, Lord. 50s, okay. That, that like opens 50s, up a whole fucking dynamic for you because. 50s, 40s. I've, I've, what about younger? Will I've, you go younger? I can't date younger men. They come with skinny jeans. Uh, that's a problem for me. Okay. Uh, we can't both have on leggings. You know that. I, yeah. I can't do that. Um, 
takes too long to take them There's off. There's so many. Like the you wind. have so many. The world is your oyster, Mo. You got so many things. You don't have a lot of deal breakers that are un- unconventional you or just, weird. Just don't be abusive. Don't be disrespectful. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Respect yourself. Don't ever play with my children because I'll kill you. I don't. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Don't be. Just don't be a fucking weirdo. Just yeah. be cool. Well, I mean, you if you're date if you're going up to the fifties, there's a lot of dudes in their fifties who still look good. Especially, I think black don't crack. If you're dating black Unless guys, you do it. It cracks. <laughs> I know. I know guys, uh, friends of mine who are comedians, uh, who I, when I found out how old they were, I was like, Just "What like, the fuck? Like that's I insane." Swear. What's your skincare? Um, okay. But, <laughs> but like, uh, yeah, like so you got a lot of options where if you're dating older dudes and uh, you know, chill is easy to figure out. But you got to go on the apps and do that shit. I'm t- I'm, I, I, hear I you. guarantee I'm, you I'm gonna do we're going to set this shit okay. up. I'm going to tell you how to do it. Put like three, four pictures of you that are average looking. Don't overdo it. Don't do like the ones that Ashley makes them all makes all look good. Because then when they see you in person, they're like, holy shit. They're, like, Hold on. they're going to feel your energy. Sure. No, it's a win win. Instead yeah. of like, you don't look like your pictures. Like, you look better than your pictures. And then thank you. Then you're gonna so fucking do my morning you're pictures. Gonna, it's not gonna my be a, afternoon pictures. Okay, cool. He's gonna be like an old man Drake, mixed with this JC dude because he's gonna be mixed. He's got a he's got an eye patch though, and he's gonna be fifty two. My kind of man. Let's go. He's got seven kids. Is that okay? Hey, Mikey. They all, all his kids are over twenty five. I know that. Yeah, they're all over twenty five. Then that's not my business. I don't no have to raise them. That. But I'm cool. Yeah, he doesn't he doesn't smoke a lot. He uh, let's see what other things. But you know what's crazy, Paul. You know, I don't want any more kids. If he has kids that are younger, I love them. I adore them. I would I would raise them yeah. myself. I love kids. I just don't want to have any more. You just got 20 guys that are going to hit you up in the DMs from this podcast that have like 10 kids. Down in the DM. Okay, 15. I'm going to tell you, I got a limit on kids, though, you know. <laughs> Christmas did just pass. Like, you got to have like... Okay. He's got money. This this guy that I'm creating for you, this hypothetical guy, yeah. he's, a, he's an internist at Northwestern Hospital. Okay, cool. He, he looks like he's a he's a good dude. He's a solid dude. I'm trying to think of what else. He doesn't like stand up comedy. Is that okay? That's fine mm-hmm. because I'm gonna be. He out doesn't know anything about comedy, and that's fine. He's not funny gonna, at all. That's good. Okay, I'll You're do okay the joking for both of us. Yeah. Don't you hear we really smart somebody though. and they try to be funny? They be like, "Hey, you should say this on stage." Yeah, no, fuck that shit. No, one of us is the comic here, and it's not you. No, so this no. is a win win. Everything's great. Yeah. He likes country music. Is that okay? I like country music sometimes right. too. I don't care. I'm just I trying love to find music. where the line is. <laughs> I really look. I love music. I'm a free spirit. I love music. I, I love the arts. Um, I am. I'm not big on TV. I read a lot of books. Yeah. I read okay. a lot. I'm an avid reader. I could read a book a day sometimes Fair. too. I read very fast. He doesn't read books, and I comprehend faster. That's fine. I'll read them. He too. doesn't like. He doesn't like sports either. Is that okay? I don't care about. Well, you're sports. wearing a Bulls jersey, so I didn't know. I got this from Foreman Mills. <laughs> <laughs> I had to go to a jersey press something, a team sport, and I and I got it from yeah. You're gonna I you, support all Chicago teams. Let me put that out there. I just I don't care. All right. No, that's fine. You <laughs> you got so many options right now. The way that we just so? created this dude, fuck yeah. Like the thing is, is there's a lot of older guys that that want to date younger women that are attractive, that have high energy. And these guys are, you know, they're too tired. They're not going to be, they're not going to, they don't have energy to be the life of the party. They'll be fine. You know, they'll, they'll, they'll chime in, but they're going to put you on a pedestal. The only child shit will come back up to light. 
And you'll you yeah, live I like this. My pedestal. It's yeah. pretty nice up. It's nice up there. You'll be Weather's good. good. He's gonna buy you hats every fucking month because he's got a lot of money. Oh, he's a doctor. On. He's got a Tesla. It's fucking win win. I'm gonna be the mo hatter. Yeah. Come on, let's go. Y'all only, but he's busy too, so you only see each other once a week, which is good. It's pretty perfect. And you can go to his amazing. house. He's got a parking spot for you. He lives in a high rise on the north side. He's got weird hours because he's a doctor. It's a fucking, I, I created this guy. I'm, I love you, Paul. That's good. We're okay. going to make it happen. He said, I know. <laughs> Mo, we're, we're out of time. This was fun, oh, man. man. I'm glad you did the, but we'll get you back on here. Yeah. Please, I want to have you back on. We can do, uh, we'll do an update after you do the yeah. Hinge profile, see if I was right. Assuming okay. you don't get killed on there, then I'd feel bad. Yeah. And I want everybody <laughs> to know Paul made me do it. If she gets killed on Hinge, I take responsibility. There you go. There's your legal... Lawsuit. I don't like the word hinge. It makes me unhinged. It sounds creepy. It is to kind me. of weird. Hinge, you know. It's a good one. Or bumble, whatever. You can do any what of those. What the fuck is a Tinder's bumble? A bumble be like what is that? That the women take control on that one. On bumble? Yeah. But those Tinder's a hookup app. I mean, if that's what I you want. It, I thought it wasn't, but it it, it kind of is. And it's it goes weird. in waves, but right now it's I feel like it me. is. Oh. Yeah, I gotta get off of there. We'll get you on Hinge. Where, Mo? Where can where can people find out more about you and your upcoming shows and stuff like this? Where um, do you have like a website or Instagram where you post your shit? Yeah, you can follow me on Instagram and on Facebook at uh, Mo Good Comedy. It's M O G O O D Comedy. I'm also on Grubhub um, <laughs> and DoorDash. There you go. I am a DoorDasher. Fair enough. <laughs> Mo. <laughs> Now, you can follow me anywhere. Uh, just hit me up. Check out some shows or just hit me up personally. I'm a cool person. I'm not a, I'm not a strange. I agree like with that. that. So, yeah. 100%. Mo, thank you so much for doing the podcast. Thank you for having me, Paul. Thank you all for listening to another edition of Singles Only Podcast. But I'm still